Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a former teacher turned entrepreneur here to help you navigate the messiness of mom life and biz life. Each week, my guests and I will share our experiences, insights, and tips to help you move your business from survival mode to success mode. So grab your favorite drink and let's dive in because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome to episode 177 of the Girl Means Business podcast. This week is all about back to routines as we go back to school with our kids. So my kids officially started school last week. We had two days, and then this week is our first full week. And as much as I love the summer months, as much as I love having my kids home and having a relaxed schedule, getting to sleep in a little bit, getting to go and have fun adventures with them, I also really love my daily work time when they're at school. So when I have this work time back in place, I want to make sure I'm making the most of my time because more times than I care to admit, I have come home sat down at my desk with the intention of getting a ton of stuff done. And then I just kind of blank, like, what am I supposed to be working on? What should I really be focusing on in my business right now in this moment? Or maybe you're the mom who still has little kids at home. And so your focused work time is an hour or two at nap time or an hour after the kids go to bed. So it's even more important that you have a really focused plan for what you're going to accomplish during that limited window of time that you have to get things done. So today, I want to walk through five things that can help you make sure that you are focusing on the right things in your business to really help you feel productive and accomplished during your work time. Let's start with tip number one, and that is to think about what are your goals. Now, I want you to think of this in two ways. One is go back and think back to what are your big long-term goals for this year in your business. I know it seems like August is a weird time to talk about that, but most of us create goals in our business back in December or January, and then come these summer months, things get crazy or we're halfway through the year and we forget to go back and check in on are we accomplishing the goals we set out for our business? So I want you to do a little check and see where are you on your goals? Because we only have a few months left this year, and I want you to make sure you're accomplishing most, if not all, of your goals for this year. So what can you be doing right now to help you achieve those goals? So that's part one. Part two is I want you to think about what are your immediate goals in your business? Let me give you an example. Right now, as I'm recording this, to my left, I have a whiteboard with three projects I'm working on in my business currently. These are three projects I'm hoping to have finished and out into the world before the end of this year. And under each project, I have tasks that need to be accomplished in order to help bring these projects to life before the year ends. So when I am done doing my day-to-day task and I'm thinking, what else should I be working on in my business? I have a visual reminder right here on my wall of these are the things that you need to be doing to move the needle forward on these projects you want to accomplish, on these goals that you want to reach before the year ends. 
So while having a task list, and we'll get to that in step four of this episode, is you need to also have kind of a big picture idea of what are the bigger things? What are the bigger goals you want to accomplish in your business? And what are some of the things you can be doing right now to help you move the needle forward towards achieving those goals? So that when you have some dedicated, focused work time, and you're not sure what to be working on, you can refer back to that task list, back to those goals and go, oh yeah, okay, I've got a few minutes. I can create an email sequence or social media post to help launch this whenever it goes live or to generate some excitement as a pre-launch or put out a lead magnet to help build up my email list around people interested in this new product or service that I'm offering. So when I get stuck or I have this work time and I'm thinking, what should I be working on to move the needle forward? I have this visual list on my wall of projects and tasks that I need to be working towards accomplishing. And then it helps me to feel like I have a little bit of direction and focus during my work time. Number two is what are the things that have to be done in your day? What are your non-negotiables in your business? These are typically things that have a deadline or a time crunch on them, or maybe you have like a scheduled something in your day that you need to prepare for or make sure you're ready for, or if you're working on client products or client work, these are the things that are sort of your non-negotiable work things. One example for me is emails. I know that every single morning, one of the very first things I'm going to do for my business is I'm going to go through my inbox. Because there's nothing worse than sending someone an email and not getting a response for a week because they just don't pay attention to their inbox. So I want to make sure that I am taking a good probably 30 minutes, depending on how busy my inbox is that day, to respond to emails or move them into folders so that the rest of the day when new emails come in, I can either see whether they are requiring my attention right then or if they can wait until the next day when I go back through my inbox again. Some other non-negotiables tend to revolve around clients. So if you have things that need to be sent out to your clients or you need to be scheduling with clients or you need to be having phone calls with clients or sending them their photo galleries or their contracts or invoices, those are things that need to be kind of put on your must-do list because it all comes down to your clients and your business. And if you are putting off your client work to work on your creative projects, you're going to have unhappy clients. So those are some of the things that will typically go on your must-do list. And that is the perfect segue into number three, which is all about creating task list or to-do list. So one of my favorite things that I've created in my business is this system for organizing the things I need to get done. Now, I am notorious for sticky notes and now my desktop is one of those uh, glass tops where I can just write on it with a white dry erase marker. And I have a running to-do list of things I need to accomplish this week, this you know, today, this week, this month, all the things. But what I've started doing is I also color code that list based on how and when these tasks need to be accomplished. Now, I've talked about this a little bit before with productivity, but this is how I organize my to-do list. So I have categories like a level one through level five. So level one tasks are typically tasks that don't require a lot of my time or attention. 
I don't need a ton of focus. So I can be doing level one tasks while I'm doing other things. I can respond to that email while I'm cooking dinner, or I can be answering Instagram direct messages while my kids are outside playing and I'm on the porch. So these are tasks that don't require a ton of like dedicated focus. And then level two, three, and four work their way up through the ranks of how much time and focus do I need? And then I get to level five, which I'm like, these are the tasks that need the most focus and concentration and quiet. For example, recording this podcast episode. I made sure I started doing this while my kids were gone for the day. The house is quiet. I don't have any other calls or plans scheduled for the next few hours. So I have a lot of dedicated focus time to get this done. And I can record multiple episodes at one time because I know I have that dedicated focus time. Or maybe I'm going to be planning a coaching call with a client. I'm going to plan that coaching call during a time when I can be focused, when I don't think I'm going to have distractions, when my kids are out of the house, when my husband's not around, when there's not a lot of noise going on around me. So those are my level five tasks. So I go through my to-do list, my task list, and I organize them based on how much attention and focus they need. And I make sure that the if I only have two hours a day of quiet, focused work time, I'm going to focus on those level five tasks first, and then I can do the level one, two, and three tasks while I have my kids around, while they're watching a show, or while we're cooking dinner at night, or while I'm sitting in the pickup line at car pickup after school. Organizing your task list to ensure that you know exactly which things need to get done when you have the most time can really help you feel productive in your day. Because that way you're not sitting down for that two hours you have during nap time and spending that whole time doing tasks that can be done when your kids get up from nap later. You can instead spend that time doing the things that are on that level four, level five parts of your list so that when your kids wake up from their nap, you feel like you've accomplished something, you feel more productive, and then later in the day you're not frustrated because you're trying to accomplish something that requires a lot of focus while your kids are around. So use that time wisely and make sure you have your list organized in some fashion so that you know exactly what needs to be done when you have that dedicated work time versus when you have, you know, a little bit of like a multitasking situation going on. Now with number four, I want to talk a little bit about how to make sure that we are making the most of the time that we have to work. So let's just say you have two hours of focused work time in your day, whether that means it's during a nap time or it's while your kids are out of the house, but in between calls that you have or other things you have going on. Let's just assume you have two hours of focused work time. What can you do to make sure that you are being the most productive in that time? One is avoid distractions. So this means turning off the notifications on your phone. One of my favorite things about the iPhone is the do not disturb feature. You can also turn on do not disturb on your computer if you have a Mac. Now I only work in Mac and iPhone, so I don't know how to help you if you're a PC or an Android person, but I love the do not disturb feature because now I'm not getting notifications coming onto my desktop every single time that an email comes through or a text message comes through. My phone isn't going off in the background, distracting me while I'm trying to focus. 
So right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I have turned Do Not Disturb on on all devices around me so that I'm not distracted. I can focus on what I need to be doing. And then when I'm done with this, I can turn it off and check my notifications. But I have found in the past that if I don't do that, then my two hours becomes more like 30 or 45 minutes of focus time because the other 90, 45 to 90 minutes is spent on checking notifications, getting distracted. Oh, let me go check that email. Ooh, I saw the notification on Instagram. Let me go see what's going on there. And then 30 minutes later, you realize you haven't done anything. So turn off all distractions. The second part of this is avoiding what I like to call the shiny things. So this happens a lot when we are feeling like we don't want to do something in our business. Usually we're looking for a distraction. And so we go on Instagram, we go on Facebook or Pinterest, or we check our inbox and these emails are coming in and someone is telling us, hey, I've got this really cool product that could help your business. Or, oh, I tried this and it really did well for my business. And all of a sudden you're thinking, well, yeah, I should try that too. And then you find yourself spending these two hours you have in your day chasing this rabbit down a rabbit hole of something brand new that may not really help you reach your goals in your business. And because I love a good example, I'm going to share one with you here. So the other day, I was scrolling through Facebook and this ad pops up for this automation program. It's a husband and wife team, and they teach you how to automate all these things in your business. And of course, the tagline said something like, we haven't been on social media since 2020, and our business has tripled in size. And that obviously grabbed my attention because who wouldn't love to have their business triple in size without the help of social media? And so I became interested and I clicked on it and I went down the rabbit hole of learning about them and their business and what they offer. And I downloaded their free guide and I got on their email list. And the next thing I know, 30 minutes have gone by and I've just now fallen victim to the shiny thing syndrome. And the first thing I thought was, what should I have been doing and why was I procrastinating on it? I already had broken my rule of I shouldn't have been on social media at all. But the real problem was that there was something in my business that I was procrastinating on doing, whether out of fear or it wasn't exciting or whatever the case may be. And because of that, I allowed myself to get distracted by this shiny thing. Now, I could go and I could invest in their automations course and I could put in the time and automate a lot of things in my business, but is that really going to help me accomplish the goals I have for my business? Is that really going to help me complete these three projects I have on the whiteboard beside me? Probably not. So I told myself, I saved it, I booked market, and I said, once these three projects that I really need to finish this year, that are my goals for this year, once those are accomplished, if I have time, then I will go and I will invest the time and energy required to implement something new in my business. But what I see happening a lot is business owners and entrepreneurs, they get sucked into the shiny things and they're constantly trying to implement new things in their business that they saw somebody else doing. So they spend their this precious dedicated work time they had during their day implementing something new instead of achieving things that will help them to reach the goals they had in the first place. 
So if you find yourself getting caught up in the shiny thing syndrome, I want you to pause and ask yourself a couple of questions. One is I want you to ask yourself, first of all, have I been drawn into something shiny? Check, yes. Then I want you to ask yourself, is this something that's really going to help me accomplish my goals? Because sometimes it might be. Maybe it really is a product or a service that is going to help you reach one of the goals you have on your goal board, on your goal list. If so, keep going. If not, let's walk away. And then I also want you to ask yourself, do I really have the time and money to invest in this new shiny thing? Because if not, even if it will help you accomplish a goal you have, if you don't have the time and resources to really make it work, then it's not worth investing in right now. It's not worth going down that path right now because there's other things you can be doing to help you accomplish your goal. There's other things you can be doing with this very limited, precious work time that you have. So one is to try to avoid the shiny things at all. But two is if you find yourself going down that rabbit hole, I want you to pause and ask yourself those questions before proceeding any further, because you could be just using it as a distraction to not accomplish something else you need to be doing during your work time. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee, no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. All right, our final tip for today, number five, is how you are ending your daily work time. So for me, when my kids are in school, typically I my work times are kind of nine to three. And so right around 2.40, 2.45, I stop working and I start preparing to set myself up for success for the next day. So what that means is I make a list of what are the things that I either didn't completely accomplish today that need to carry over into tomorrow? Or what are the things that are going to happen tomorrow that I need to be prepared for? So giving myself that last kind of 10, 15, 20 minutes of my workday to set myself up for success the next day just snowballs and helps make every day a little bit more productive. So again, let's use the two-hour window as an example. If you have a two-hour block of time to accomplish some things in your day, wouldn't it be so much easier if when you sat down to start that two-hour block, you already had everything you needed to do written out and planned and ready to go? 
So by doing it the day before, you are setting yourself up for success the next day. What I like to do is before I wrap up my work time, I look at my to-do list I had today and I go, okay, what did I not accomplish that I can put towards kind of the top of my list for tomorrow? What else do I need to be working on that can be done tomorrow? Or I look at my calendar and I say, okay, what tasks do I have? What meetings or calls or events do I have tomorrow that I need to make sure I plan for in my day? So that way I'm not waking up in the morning going, what am I having to do today? Or I'm not sitting down during my work time going, what am I supposed to be working on today? I have no idea. So you're setting yourself up for success by ending the work time you have now, preparing for the work time you're going to have the next day. It seems really simple and it doesn't require a lot of time. A lot of times this can maybe even just take five minutes of your last five minutes of your work time, but it's such an important piece of making sure that every time you sit down to work, it is a focused time where you know exactly what you need to be working on. No more sitting down going, I feel overwhelmed, I have too much to do and don't know where to start, or I have no idea what I need to be working on. Every time you get ready to do some work, you know exactly what you need to be working on because you planned ahead of time. I have a little sticker on my bathroom mirror that says, do something today your future self will thank you for. That's what this is. You are doing something today that tomorrow you is going to be really thankful for. So set up tomorrow you for success by planning today. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business and send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories, tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.
Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And as always, you can find any links or resources mentioned in today's show down in the show notes. And if we're not friends outside of the podcast yet, then what are you waiting for? Come find me on Instagram at Girl Means Business. Send me a DM letting me know what you thought of today's episode or any of the past episodes you've listened to. You can also take a screenshot of today's episode and post it to your stories tagging at Girl Means Business, and I'll give you a shout out on my page. I love connecting with you and hearing all about your business and can't wait to get to know you more. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place.